Golden State Warriors basketball. Stolen by Curry. Curry driving with wall back goes reverse with a left hand. It was so weak. This is Warriors Roundtable with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Curry, give and go, great fake, takes a three, my, Steph Curry, he just, well, pump fake and felt it could do nothing, he floated helplessly by, drifting to the baseline, and Curry's got 30 points, Barnes steps around the Shepard, down the right wing he goes, Wade gets a screen, takes a three, and man, Steph Curry, he owns New York tonight, 11 of 18, LaFleur, he's got 33 points. Just hearing those highlights again, I start shaking my head, thinking, unbelievable, what a surreal night in New York. Stephen Curry's Garden Party, 54 points, as the Warriors dropped a tough one, 109-105 to to the New York Knicks. Hi, everybody, I'm Tim Roy, and once again, I invite you to take a seat around the roundtable as the Golden State Warriors continue their last East Coast road trip with a game here in Boston tomorrow afternoon, 4.15 the airtime, and then on to Philadelphia with a 3.30 start on Saturday afternoon. Both games right here on KMBR 680, the sports leader. Well, let's get back to last night. Here are some of the numbers from last night. 54 points, the most scored by any player in the NBA this year. And obviously, it's a career high for Steph Curry. It's the most points by a Warrior since Purvis Short scored 59 against New Jersey back on November 17, 1984. You have to go back to last March to find an NBA player who scored 54 or more, and that was Darren Williams when he did it against the Charlotte Bobcats. Now, as far as the three-point shots, franchise record. Steph Curry with 11, one three-pointer shy of the all-time NBA record of 12 that is held by Kobe Bryant and Danielle Marshall. Curry hit all three of his corner threes, and he was 8 of 10 above the break threes. And eight of nine of those came from the right angle, so he loves that side of the floor. But uh, Steph Curry is known for a shooter, but he has a floor game as well. He led the Warriors in assists with seven. He tied for the team high in rebounds with six. And the numbers just keep coming and coming, as Steph Curry was the first visiting player to score 50 points at Madison Square Garden since LeBron James did it in 2009. Only Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan have scored more than Steph Curry at Madison Square Garden against the New York Knicks. And yes, there's more. According to the Elias Sports Bureau, only Wilt Chamberlain and Rick Barry scored more points in a loss to New York than Steph Curry did on Wednesday. Unfortunately for Golden State, while Curry was having an unbelievable career-like night, uh, the rest of the ball club did not. The starters, other than Steph, combined for only 13 points and shot 21% from the floor. Tyson Chandler, a new career high, he had 28 rebounds for New York, 13 in the first quarter alone as the Knicks able to get a win. Carmelo Anthony had 35, but what a night for Steph Curry. Just an unbelievable evening, and we're going to relive that 
later on this hour right here on the Warriors Weekly Roundtable as we'll go back and hear not only from Steph but also from head coach Mark Jackson and others and relive some of those incredible highlights of uh, Steph Curry last night. We'll also hear from Warriors guard Jared Jack who started the road trip helping the Warriors get a win in Minneapolis, that on the heels of his unbelievable 30-10 and 10 night against the San Antonio. And we'll have the point guards covered on this week's show. A quick reminder, you can take advantage of a special dynamic deal brought to you by Wiener Schnitzel. Get lower-level tickets for just $60. This special offer available for the upcoming Warriors home games against the Toronto Raptors on Monday, March the 4th, and the Sacramento Kings this Wednesday, March the 6th. Go to warriors.com slash dynamic deal to take advantage of this special ticket offer. I, Tim Roy, the Warriors Weekly Roundtable continuing here in Boston with my conversation with Warriors point guard Jared. Jack, don't forget that later in the hour, we're going to relive the 54-point night by Steph Curry, so make sure you stick around for that. We guarantee that you'll get chills and goosebumps as you relive Steph Curry's garden party. Lee in the bounce, cuts off and takes the hand, the baseline to the rack, jammed it, and one foul! We now continue with more of Warriors Roundtable. Jared Jack. Jared Jack from three-quarter court. Let's it fly. Up and good! He hit it! Three-quarter court three-pointer! He shot it like he expected it to go in. It was a great release. Hi, Tim Roy. We're actually in Boston and the Warriors Weekly Roundtable here on KMBR 680, the sports leader, talking to Jared Jack. And, and uh, Jared, first of all, it's we're right in the middle of this road trip. It's uh, going to be nice to get the last long, big one done. Yeah, um, you know, the, these road trips can be a bit tiring uh, at, at times, but, you know, I think they help build character, um, mental toughness. You know, being on you know such long stretches away from home and still being able to have to grind out, you know, victories and try to be successful. You talk about uh, building toughness and bonding, uh, going back to uh, – to Indiana, what was your take on all that? I mean, just the physicality of the game just kind of took over for a little bit. Um, you know, people always point to things like that and think that means that, you know, guys are being tough, whatever the case may be. But, you know, we just try to stick up for one another, you know, at, at all costs. And that's all it was. You know, um, at, at no point are we, you know, going out there trying to fight or whatever the case may be because that's not what basketball is about. But if it comes down to us, you know, trying to defend our teammates, we're not going to back down from anybody. Have you ever been in a, a big-time scrap? Uh, I've been in a few. Um, you know, mostly coming to the aid of others. And, but that's what you're supposed to do. You know, when you, you feel it's necessary that you know, your, your teammate is in a situation, you're supposed to be there, you know, right by his side. And you know, that's what we expect out of everybody. You know, not necessarily, you know, trying to escalate the situation, but trying to get under control and making sure none of our guys get hurt. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your play of late. You had that, that three-game stretch where everything was, was, was going your way. <laughs> to tell me a little bit about that. Do you, do you just have that, that feeling that, you know, whatever you want to do, you can do on the floor? Um, at, at times, you know, like I said, I mean, a lot of it is a testament to my teammates, man. Um, they attract so much attention that, it, you know, it, I think it allows me to kind of get free and kind of maneuver and do some things um, with the type of player that Steph Curry is, David Lee, the type of shooter that Clay Thompson is. You know, they attract a lot of attention and, 
you know, with them being so spread out, it allows me to kind of get into the lane and kind of do my thing. Let me ask you a question about when, when you've got your man, you have the ball, you, you're, you're backing him up with a dribble. Are you trying to get to a certain spot, or are you just waiting to see how he reacts? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, you know, I, I have my spots that I'm real comfortable with on the floor um, that I know if I get there, there's pretty much nothing the defender can do. You know, it's pretty much just up to me and my technique. Um, but also there are times, uh, you know, when they change their feet or whatever the case may be and, you know, try to send me a certain way. So I have to you know, kind of adjust to, you know, the coverage that they're playing me and uh, kind of take what the t- defense gives me. What player is harder for you to, to back up like that, a guy with length or a guy with quickness? Uh, pro- probably a guy with length um, because, you know, he'll give me room knowing that his arms or his physical stature will, will still be the thing I'll have to deal with. Um, so, you know, I'll definitely try to use my quickness against that, try to back him up, hit him with a, a move, and hopefully get his hands down and then maybe raise up or go by him, uh, whichever one I feel comfortable with. Was there a coach or a player that helped you develop that? Um, yeah. Um, my, my coach at Georgia Tech, um, Coach Cliff Warren, you know, me and him all day, all night were, was just in the gym. And, you know, the, the knock on me when, when I first came into school was that I was just a driver. I couldn't shoot. And people would lay off me, and you know, I didn't like it. Um, I wanted to, you know, you know, have a well-rounded game. So every opportunity I, I had a chance to get in there and fine-tune my craft, I did. And you know, um, I like to think I'm a better shooter than I was. How hard did, did you work at that? And we're talking with Jared Jack here on the Warriors Weekly Roundtable, line Tim Roy. How many shots? How many hours do you put in to get that done? I, I probably couldn't even count. Um, anytime I had a dull moment, I was in the gym. You know, um, and, and that still hasn't left me up until this point. Um, you know, just trying to get better. You know, our motto was just try to be better than you were yesterday. And that didn't stop when I became a professional. It didn't stop when I was five years in the league, seven years in the league. So that's my mentality. You know, I try to work hard as much as I can. I try to work hard to be better than what I'm supposed to be, if that makes sense. You know, obviously I'm blessed uh, with, with some natural ability, but I figure if you work hard, you know, your talent, your natural talent only takes you so much. And if I work hard, I'm going to be the better player than what I was meant to be. Is that the kind of message that sometimes I see you talking to some of the young guys? And maybe in, in the game it's probably not fair. You're talking about something specific to that game. But is that the kind of message you want to get across to some of the young players on this team? I mean, first and foremost, when you, when you come in this league, you really want to establish an identity, identity for yourself as a player. And for me, the one thing I really learned as a young player is to be seen, not heard. You know what I mean? A lot of guys come in this league and they think it's the same as college and it's not. Or high school or overseas or wherever you played in. And, you know, it's nothing better. Like, everybody respects effort. Everybody respects somebody that works hard. And if they see this kid in the gym, you know, I think your leash kind of gets, you know, uh, lengthened a little bit. And, you know, that's the approach I've always took. I think that's why people uh, kind of respect the person and player I am as well. When you look at the couple of the young guys, what do you, what do you see with, with some of these rookies that we have? I'm just excited, man. Um, first of all, they're, they're willing listeners, you know, um, which isn't always the case uh, serious, in all seriousness, which isn't always the case. A lot of people come from, you know, most of us come from situations where we were kind of the man on our team or the guy on our team and, you know, coming into, you know, maybe having to be a role player is a bit different and a bit humbling in the sense and some people try to try to fight it and you know us as being veterans in this league try to help them don't really want to hear what you have to say all the time and these guys have done a great job of being receptive 
hitting the learning curve at a really, really fast pace because we asked a lot of them. You know, Harrison Barnes been starting since day one. You know, Draymond Green coming in at crucial points, um, you know, making big defensive plays for us. Fessus Azili, he was the start at the beginning of the season, you know, um, and, you know, right now Andrew Bogut isn't healthy and he's stepping and making plays. Kent Bazemore as well, you know, always being ready when his number's called upon. So we have a great group of kids and, you know, hopefully uh, as the season continues to grow, they will too. Team lost its edge a little bit there right around the All-Star break. Is it starting to get the, some of that back? I think so. Um, we were a little banged up. Um, but, you know, I think every team goes through what I, what I call uh, over this 82-game marathon. Every team goes through peaks and valleys. And how long those peaks and valleys last are all relative. But the only way they change is if you change them. You know what I mean? It's a very unforgiving league, unforgiving NBA. No, nobody's going to give you a win just because you lost four games. Right. You know what I mean? People are going to, hey, let's make, try to make it five and six, and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. And that's the approach we really had to take. And uh, glad to see we got back on track uh, at home. You know, playing in front of our fans definitely has something to do with that. And, uh, you know, we're looking to try to have some carryover out here on the road. Tell me a little bit about this this home stretch that's upcoming, 16 in the final, 22. Do you think that's a, a great place where this team can tune up to get ready for the postseason? Uh, without question. You know, um, couldn't have scripted it any better. You know, uh, playing in front of our fans, the incredible six-man that we have, um, there's nothing like it. You know, um, if I could parallel it, it's it's like a college atmosphere in there. You know, when you kind of have a student section and everybody's, you know, the difference between us is that we have a whole arena that's like that. You know what I mean? From top to bottom. And it's, it's not, not, nothing better than walking into a, a crazy, rowdy environment. And, you know, we go out there. I know speaking for myself, I go out there to play hard for them. You know what I mean? For people to give their all like that for us each and every night. I mean, the only thing you can do is repay them by playing as hard as you possibly can. Someone asked me this, and I'm going to ask you, is that yeah, the Warriors stagger uh, the pregame workouts for players. So you get a rhythm and you're out there, your shots, you know if you're going in or if it's going left, going right. You're always the, the last one. Is that by choice? Uh, a little bit. Um, you know, I like to kind of get out there by myself, get in my zone. Uh, a lot of the times you have somebody else uh, shooting with you, um, you could be shooting and your ball hits their ball or you're trying to time when they're shooting. So, you you know, it kind of throws off your rhythm, so to speak. I kind of want to be out there so everything can be fluid um, and, you know, get the entire my, my entire routine done. Having fun? Too much, man. Too much. This is the best part, man. I mean, doing what you get to do every, each and every day, you know, who could complain about that? And, you know, the mystery of tomorrow is always the best part of it for me. Oh, wow. Well said. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. My thanks to one Warriors point guard, Jared Jack. We're going to relive the other Warriors point guard night. Steph Curry's 54 points. That comes up later on in the show. You want to stick around for that. It's going to be a lot of fun to relive an electric night at Madison Square Garden. Hi, Tim Roy and the Warriors Weekly Roundtable will continue. Assistant coach Jerry DiGregorio and center Andres Biedrich stopping by Children's Hospital in Oakland. But first, a reminder... The Warrior fans, the on-court shootout is back. Renew your 2013-2014 season tickets tonight and be automatically entered for a chance to compete in the on-court shootout during select Warrior home games. It's a chance for you to win up to $12,500 in cash. Call one gsw hoop and press 1 to renew your season tickets by March the 20th and save. No purchase necessary to enter or win. 
So coming up, the visit to Children's Hospital in Oakland. I answer your questions on Warriors Vox and we relive Steph Curry's garden party. All that on the Warriors Weekly Roundtable on KMBR 680, the sports leader. We now continue with more of Warriors Roundtable. Hi, Tim Roy. The Warriors Weekly Roundtable continues here in Boston. Warriors and the Celtics tomorrow night. And the Golden State Warriors continue with their efforts to try to make the Bay Area a better place to live. And earlier this year, Warriors assistant coach Jerry DiGregorio and center Andres Beadrench made their way to Children's Hospital in Oakland. There they spent time with patients in the playroom as well as a series of bedside visits. There were autographs to be signed, there were warrior goodie bags to hand out to each patient, and there were even some photos taken. For the patients, a welcome distraction, as Jerry and Andres made their day a little bit brighter. Uh, me and Coach Jerry, we came today to visit our Oakland Hospital, Children's Hospital, and uh, we went to all the rooms, we saw a lot of kids, and uh, gave them uh, a gift, and uh, it was nice to see them, it was nice that uh, these little things make them smile so much, and they're so happy to see us, and uh, it was great. Well, we just want to stop by, we're with the Warriors, I'm one of the coaches, just, I'm just one of our players, we just want to stop by say hello, visit with you, and you know, obviously wish you uh, a speedy recovery, and hopefully that you don't have to be here too much longer. Spend time with your family, and hope you be, be out of here. So I wanted to encourage you that you know things will work out. Hopefully uh, you'll be out of here sooner. Hello. Nice to meet you. Uh-huh. Let's put you a little uh-huh. gift bag. You. You're welcome. Hang in there, okay? I can tell you're a warrior, so. Sure. It's tough. You know, they don't need a lot. You know, they see you, they're already so happy you made their day, maybe a week, maybe, you know. You know, for how long? We took a lot of pictures, signed a lot of jerseys, and it was a lot of fun. Shoots over him, it's up and good. Harrison Barnes can feel it right now. We now continue with more of Warriors Roundtable. It's a Warriors Road Game viewing party brought to you by KNBR. Join KNBR's Larry Kruger and the Warriors hype man, Franco Finn, at Blue 42 in Walnut Creek. It's tomorrow night, 4 o'clock, and your work week by watching the Warriors take on the Boston Celtics. For more information, including directions, go to warriors.com slash road party. 
Time now to answer your questions at Warriors Vox on Twitter, Warriors V-O-X, or you can send me an email at uh, Timroy, T-I-M-R-O-Y-E, at warriors.com. Lots of questions, obviously, on the heels of last night. Let's begin by going to Adot Reynolds, who says, Losses are usually a bummer to call, but I imagine last night might have been an exception. Unbelievable from Steph. And, you know, I have to tell you, it really has started to sink into me of what a show we saw last night. Granted, it was a loss, and the game was right there for Golden State. And there's plenty of other things we could talk about as to how they need to get better as they head toward the playoffs this year. But when you look at the numbers and when you look at the fact that only two guys have scored more points against the New York Knicks in that building, and their names are Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, that's how special uh, the 54-point night for Steph Curry was. And I got to tell you, it was an absolute blast to be there. It's always great to be at the Garden, but last night was unbelievable. Madison Square Garden was off the hook. It was electric. It was so much fun to be there, and it's a game I'm not going to forget for a long, long time. Well, Dan SF wants to know, what did Steph Curry uh, think about his performance last night? Well, let's go back to the locker room last night, and here's what Steph had to say. Yeah, I mean, it is tough. You you want to be able to celebrate a you know, performance like that with a win, uh, especially on the road, especially uh, you know, with, with D. Lee and, and Bogut and B. Rush not here. So we were pretty down on the, on the bench with the, the personnel that we usually expect. So we this has been a big win for us. But, I mean, I'm just blessed to have played the way I did and have a chance to win it down the stretch. You know, I can't be mad at that, but try to get them when they come out to Oracle next time. By the way, you'll hear more from Steph and head coach Mark Jackson coming up. We're going to relive last night's game in our next segment, so stay tuned for that. should be a lot of fun as we go back to a special night for Steph Curry. 54 points, the most in the NBA since Darren Williams had 57 a year ago in March uh, in Charlotte for the Nets. Coach PD wants to know, does last night count as David Lee's suspended game even though he was injured? And yes, it does count. Uh, David had a little bit of a left shoulder issue, but he was going to play the game. But when you're suspended like that, the game you miss does count as one because officially you can't even be in the building. So David Lee wasn't even there last night, and uh, a real bummer for him. And obviously he was very disappointed that he was not able to play in New York, the team that brought him into the NBA. It's where he started. He had so many people that are friends and, and fans there. Uh, very disappointing uh, for David Lee. Jack in Daly City wants to know about Andrew Bogut. What's the latest? And the head coach, Mark Jackson, talking earlier this week about the back spasms. I mean, you can't expect him to be there right now. We know that. He knows it. And that's fine. But we're building something right now. There's no way in the world, I don't care who you are, that you can be in game shape right now when, when he hasn't played a lot, when he hasn't practiced a lot. Uh, we're going to be patient. And he's going, you know, he's going to make us a better basketball team. There's no secret about that. Uh, and if this is what we have to go through to get to where we're getting, we're fine with that. The head coach, Mark Jackson, talking earlier this week about the back spasms for Andrew Bogut. Obviously, he's back in the Bay Area getting treatment, and they hope to have him back on the floor soon. And even when he does, Mark Jackson's not expecting Andrew Bogut to come in and be able to play uh, 40 minutes right away. Obviously, Bogut uh, sidelined with the Back problem now, still recovering from the ankle issue, still recovering from the ankle issue, but uh, Golden State hoping to have him up and ready to go 
as they head down the home stretch in the final 22 games of the season following this road trip. Well, that's going to wrap up. A thank you for all your questions at Warriors Vox, Warriors VOX. I'm Tim Roy, and we continue on the Warriors Weekly Roundtable. We are going to look back at the play of Steph Curry last night in New York. 54 points, an amazing night for Steph Curry when we return on KMBR 680, the sports leader. Up and good, David Lee getting to wherever he wants to go on the floor and knocking everything down. We now continue with more of Warriors Roundtable. Right now, without further ado, we have to step back in time, go back 24 hours. Last night, Madison Square Garden, the Golden State Warriors and the New York Knicks. Warriors guard Steph Curry, he would put on a show that those who are there will never forget. And those who watched and listened will talk about this game for years to come. Steph Curry putting up 54 points at Madison Square Garden. Stephen Curry's Garden Party. Curry directing traffic. Curry had 23 in the first half last night. He's got 19 right now. Jack DeLandry to Harrison Barnes. Right side Curry, 7 on the clock, gets to the paint. Shoots over a double team and knocked it in. So many different things to talk about. David Lee got suspended after what happened last night in Indiana. You had Rasheed Wallace from the New York side out for the year. He's going to have surgery. Now, that was not as big a story as Mark Jackson coming back to this building, first time as a head coach. And then Steph Curry took all those storylines. He took it like a piece of paper went like this. Just crumbled them all up and threw them away. Said, no, no, no. This is going to be about me tonight here in New York. Here's Curry on the right side. Again, a defensive breakdown. Curry gets the screen from Thompson, feeds Clay. Working on Felton, backs him down, draws two, feeds Curry. Good look away move down the lane. Tears drop up and in. Beautiful move by Steph Curry. Kick out to Jack, cross court to Curry. Curry crossover dribble down the lane to the rim. It's good with an underhand scoop. Beautiful move by Steph Curry. The Warriors aren't playing that well. They're only shooting 30%, but they're down eight. Steph Curry out of his gourd. What a night for Steph Curry. Landry, skip pass, Curry, right corner, lets it fly, three ball, right corner, pocket for Steph Curry. And just like that, Golden State has cut it down to a four-point lead for New York. A great look that time by Jared Jack. What's going on with Steph Curry? Showing it all off tonight under the bright lights in the big city. Jared down the floor, takes the middle, to the foul line, terminates the dribble, out to Steph, he's open again, knocks down another one! Hello, New York! Steph Curry's in town. He's got 19 four-staff points. And the Warriors on top, 40-37. to 37. My goodness gracious, Steph Curry, 8 of 14, 21 points. He was coming down, pulling from, from the hash mark. He was making, he got one of the purest Jays in, in this NBA that I've seen in a long time. Bounce pass to Green. Back to Curry, give and go, great fake. Takes a three, my, Steph Curry! Well, Paul Bacon felt it could do nothing. He floated helplessly by, drifting to the baseline, and Curry's got 30 points. Talk about being in a zone. Oh, yeah. 
Martin steps around the Shepard, down the right wing he goes. Wade gets a screen, takes a three, and man, Steph Curry, he owns New York tonight. 11 of 18th, LaFleur, he's got 33 points. Yeah, he put on a clinic. What a show here at the Garden. Curry with the dribble, stumbles on it, down the lane, gets to the rim, left hand, of course it goes in as he tumbles down, he's got 35. New York Knicks with a bright orange basketball. Curry takes it to the far side, waits and gets a screen, goes away from the screen, dribbles, gets the pick now, turns and shoots the three, it's ridiculous! That had no chance of going in, turning right shoulder. Here's Anthony to the front court. Anthony crossover dribble, shoots a running three on the way. That rattles and doesn't go. Steph Curry is out of his mind. There was no chance for that shot, not only to be taken, but to go any spun on a screen outside the three-point line from the right angle and buried it. He's got 38 points, Warriors down three as we start the fourth quarter. Stoudemire off the bench now with double figures. Curry off the screen, that's a way out there by the hash mark! Oh, I like it, I like it hot. Put some more Curry on that dish. 89-88 New York. That was sick. Dole Curry all the time. Draymond Green with the block of his young career. Here's Curry behind the back, gets it full daylight, knocks it down again! It's all white light for Steph Curry. If Mark Jackson were calling this game, he'd be saying, Mama, there goes that man. Treat me like, like a pitcher, just throwing a no-hitter. Uh, not trying to touch my right hand and all that funny stuff, so... Um, at that, I mean, I, I knew I was knocking down you know, a lot of shots, so I knew it was a good night. Just didn't realize you know, exactly what that meant. I was trying not to look at the scoreboard or anything. Um, you don't want to jinx yourself or get too excited because we obviously had to get the win. Five on the clock, got to go. Down the lane, scoop to the hoop, no good. Tipped away, Curry has it. Curry with a two-on-two. Pull-up three. Yes! Wow! 49 for Curry, and the Warriors lead 100-99. to Unbelievable! Time out, New York. You a hot boy. Steph Curry on fire. They get back to Curry. Turns shoots a right wing three and buries it. Felton somehow inexplicably loses him on a switch, and the Knicks down by one. Ties an NBA season high with 52 points. Warriors are hoping for maybe a game winner here. Curry off the screen, gets a three, locked. He's got it, another one! Over 50 points for Steph Curry. 52 off a down screen, got a three look, and the Warriors on top, 103-102. 54 points. That's an all-time, all-time performance. Now continue with more of Warriors Roundtable.
time now to wrap up the roundtable. Still can't get over Steph Curry's performance last night at Madison Square Garden. Only Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan have scored more in the Garden against the Knicks. But let us look ahead because the road trip is still winnable. The Warriors can take the last two and it starts tomorrow night right here in Boston as the Warriors take on the Celtics and the legendary Paul Pierce. Jennings throws the ball away. Get it over to Terry. Terry a pull up three on the way. No. Rebound in the air. Pierce a three for the tie. Got it. Are you kidding me? The Warriors in Boston at 415 on Canbr 680 tomorrow night. Then Saturday, the road trip wraps up in Philadelphia on the 51st anniversary of Will Chamberlain scoring 100 points in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Warriors and the Sixers, who are led by point guard Drew Holiday. Holiday left hand left. He takes the hit. He puts it in with one second to go. Holiday ties the game. Toronto without a timeout. Toronto with a second, plays it down the floor to Lowry. He catches, he shoots, it's in the air. Oh, he almost made it. Overtime. Warriors and Sixers, 3.30 the airtime on KMBR 6.80 on Saturday. On the Monday night, Golden State comes home and starts the stretch. 16 of the final 22 at Oracle to end the season, and it begins with Rudy Gay and the Raptors. Lowry going to look for Rudy Gay, closing time for Rudy. Drives right, pull up jumper, got it! Rudy Gay knocks it down, 109-108 Toronto! That's his spot, that's the play. He beat Toronto with it, he's now won it for Toronto once. Warriors and Raptors, 7 o'clock the airtime on KMBR, 680 on Monday night. Then the Sacramento Kings come to town. The Warriors have lost the first two against Sacramento because they had a hard time handling DeMarcus Cousins. Isaiah sets one up the rim on a jam thrown down by Cousins. Pretty set-up pass for the easy two-hand flush by DeMarcus. Pass coming from Isaiah Thomas. Warriors and Kings on Wednesday night, March the 6th. Starts at 7 o'clock on KBR 680. I'm Tim Roy. The Warriors Weekly Roundtable will be heard next to Thursday night, March the 7th, 8 o'clock your airtime on KBR 680. For our producer, R.C. Davis, for Dave Feldhouse at the controls, thanking our guest, Jared Jack, and thanking Steph Curry for one whale of a night last night. I'm Tim Roy. That's the Warriors Weekly Roundtable. Warriors and the Celtics tomorrow afternoon, 4.15 the airtime on KMBR 680. Ray Woodson taking your calls and comments at 808 KMBR, and he follows these words on KMBR 680, the sports leader. Golden State Warriors basketball. It's a four on three. The trailer's Curry right side. Fires away. Three ball. For tickets, go to Warriors.com or call 1-888-GSW-HOOP.